the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You're listening to Faith Talk Live with Rick Probst and Dan Radcliffe on Faith Talk Atlanta. Hey there, it's Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. Hey, if you're watching Facebook Live or YouTube Live, there on the screen is lead pastor of the Edge Church in Gainesville. He's amazing, Paul Milligan. Doc, how are you? Doing wonderful. Good to are see you. you. And I, I commented on your uh, your jukebox in the back there, and it's kind of a, a little miniature jukebox, but what do you got on there? Any Any good songs you're playing through there? Well, actually, it's a, a CD player, so I can put any oh. CD I want in it. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. So it's not an actual jukebox to just kind of shape that way. Yes, sir. I like now we it. Had, now, we had a, a chance to get with Paul and his team there. Uh, it's been a couple of Thursdays ago, maybe two or three, where we had Thankful Thursday. We had a great time. He's got a really cool office there. I just now noticed, is that a Coke machine behind, right next to the jukebox? <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> My gracious. And then, of course, he's a hog brother. On the other side there on the wall, he's got uh, the uh, Harley logo, the insignia, which is really cool. I walked by his office on the way to where everybody was eating. I looked in there, and, and uh, the, so you'll see the stone there. That looks like, of that's course, that's cool. probably – is that real stone or is that fake stone? It's, it's concrete. Right? Wow. It looks it's a really cool office. It, in fact, uh, there was, uh, I'm not sure who was sitting in your office, but uh, maybe the receptionist or uh, she said, uh, this is uh, definitely a, a man's office. <laughs> so, uh, I think we should do a show from uh, Pastor Paul's uh, office. I think so. That's cool, Yeah, man. yeah. Hey, good to have you, buddy. For, uh, we had a chance to chat and you've got an amazing team there. I love what you guys are doing. We'll talk a little bit about now you've been doing ministerial stuff for 20 years, lead pastor there for seven. And I do want to talk about how you went from uh, before being lead until then, because uh, that's quite a story as well. So uh, when you get some off time, I know you play golf, you fish. And uh, when are we going riding together? That's what I really want to know. Well, man, you tell me when I love to go ride. I, it's one of the joys I have in, uh, in life is riding that motorcycle. Hmm. It's beautiful country out there, and uh, you guys are just touching so many lives. Tell us a little bit about the church. Uh, the uh, The Edge Church there has been there for, for some time. Didn't you tell me 100 years, or is it less than that? Uh, well, no, it's definitely less than that. The building itself was built back in 1943, okay. the original church. Uh, the church here was built in 1977, and it was called Rock Hill uh, Church, but now— Three years ago, we relaunched it as the Edge Church, as guided by the Holy Spirit. And man, what uh, by the relaunch, the Lord has just allowed us to go into so many community and reach so many families right now. It's just unbelievable. Hmm. And Pastor, I love the um, the mission statement of your church. That's know God, find freedom, and discover their purpose so they can make a difference. I love yes. that. That it's not just you know teaching people about Christ, which is obviously very important but sending them out so they can make a difference too. talk about how you guys do that there at the, at, at the church. Well, the first part is just to know God. And we see that to be the, the most important part to start with. I mean, you can't do the others without it. Right. Mm-hmm. So not know about God, but actually have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And, and once that personal relationship starts 
being uh, just growing within the Lord, then at that point we ha- we can find freedom. We find that in small groups. So we have small groups that meet, uh, you know, quarterly, um, different small groups, and that allows people to come and confess their sins to one another. And so they can find that freedom. And then from that point, we're going to help you discover your purpose. You know, we're all created with a purpose. Mm-hmm. God didn't create us just to be here, right? There, there's a purpose that was created for us to be a part of. And our calling is progressive. So everything that's happening to us now, God's going to use to glorify his kingdom. Amen. And then from that point, uh, once you find your purpose, we're going to plug you into somewhere so you can start making a difference in your atmosphere, in your community. No, Love it. Paul, talk a little bit about that. We, we talked a little bit while we were there eating and, and, and just talking during Thankful Thursday about the culture now. I'm not, I'm not talking about the Edge Church, but the, the culture now in America basically is you show up at church, uh, you, pay, you pay your tithe, you give or whatever, and, and then you're done. There's really no responsibility as far as work. And when I mentioned that and I said it jokingly, said, oh, well, you know, everybody works here. Talk about the importance of really us, all of us serving together. Well, the Bible te- teaches us that we're the body of Christ. And so I guess maybe here in the culture in America, we've kind of got lost in the idea of thinking that when we have a pastor, well, it's his job to go out and win the loss. But that's not what the Lord shows us in the Word. He shows us that we're all called to go into the hedges and highways to compel them to come in. We're all called to go into all the world, preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ and baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And so here at the Edge Church, man, that's exactly what we do. Uh, we're a body that works uh, within the community in many different areas. And we want to see everyone, as the Lord said, his will is for no one to be to perish and go to hell. Man, that's our heart, too. We want to see everybody get to know Jesus Christ as your Savior, because that is where they're going to find the real deliverance and freedom that they're looking for. Pastor, uh, what kind of difference have you seen uh, in in the community that the church has made since uh, you guys kind of rebranded and, and uh, restarted a, a few years ago? Well, you know, when I first came to the church, it was, uh, you know, a Sunday, Wednesday kind of thing. Um, and I think that was kind of the idea, you know, of the culture. But now we do life together. I mean, every day. This church is busy six days a week. Um, I tell them that the church has to rest one day, Friday. I just don't allow anyone to do nothing here on Friday so I can sleep. <laughs> so, so I don't let them do anything on Fridays. But um, so what we've seen, the difference is we have a, a recovery group that meets here six days a week. Uh, we have our own recovery group within the church called a Waymaker Overcomers Outreach. Um, we started running a church bus around and picking up, uh, you know, 30, 40, 50, now 60 kids every single week. And we were realizing that we're taking the kids out of some really areas that um, needed a lot of prayer, a lot of help. And so we've invited those people to come in and we love them just where they are. Um, we're, that's what the Lord told us to do, love people and he'll he'll take care of the rest. Hmm. You know, when it comes to uh, cleaning their lives up, that's not my job. My right. job is to love them, love them like Christ loved me. And so what we've seen in our community, man, we're seeing the drug rate go down. We're seeing children get plugged in. We we now have a food bank and a clothes closet. Uh, The counselors from the local school system calls us, comes over, get what they have need for children here right in this community. It's really just being the body of Christ that God called us to be. We're no special people. I mean, God has no respect to persons. We're just answering the call that God called us to be. Pastor Paul Milligan, he's the lead pastor there at the Edge Church in Gainesville. Great group. I got to meet, I don't know if that was the entire team, but a lot of the team there. 
and uh you know going in there just hanging with you i felt so at home so comfortable you all are just regular folks paul what's the deal <laughs> well that's just it i'm not trying to be something that i'm not the bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways so i'm just trying to be the paul best version of paul milligan that i can be um, and I think that's, that's the rest of my team too, man. So when you come in here, you know, um, you're not going to have to worry about, you know, your, your dress or if you got the nicest clothes on or not the nicest clothes on, you know, we, we do ask people to dress modestly. <laughs> um, but if you come in, man, uh, you're going to feel loved. You're going to feel welcomed. Um, we love the soul. We don't care for the sin. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we're not going to promote sin in no form or fashion, but we believe once God gets a hold of your heart, that that's going to leave anyways. Pastor, where do you see, uh, what, what's, what's your vision for the church in the next uh, three to five years if we can ever get through this whole stupid COVID thing and uh, and focus more on what we want to focus on? Well, I, to be honest with you, I see the church uh, going into revival. Um, we Our plans here at The Edge is that we need a bigger facility. And, and so we're praying currently, Lord, what does that look like? Um, on Wednesday nights, you know, we're running about 100 to 120 kids. And, you know, Mr. Rick was with us. He sees that our facility is not quite big enough to really handle that kind of capacity with children. Mm. And then, of course, the adults. So, you know, I believe in just uh, listening to the Holy Spirit and letting him guide and lead and direct our steps. But the Lord has put it in our hearts. He told us we got to go bigger. And so that's what we're looking at doing so we can house even more people and do even more ministry here in this area. Because mm. we want to be a community church. Um, where anyone in this community knows that the Edge Church is here, and we love you, and we're here to help. We're talking with uh, Pastor Paul uh, the Edge Church in Gainesville. Uh, great folks, you can go to myedgechurch.org to find out more. I do want to talk to, at another time, talk to the, I can't remember the gentleman's name, uh, that we talked about, uh, That's he's over the recovery, uh, the, uh, what did you call it, I'm sorry. Waymaker Overcomers Outreach. Yeah, yeah. I should have remembered that. I do want to talk to him on another show, so we'll get together uh, on that. Seven years ago, you uh, became the lead pastor. Did you come kicking and screaming, or what's the deal? (laughs) Well, actually, it was eight and a half years ago. Um, I was an associate pastor in another city, and, you know, I just came thinking that I was just going to come and preach a sermon and go home, and... uh, (laughs) Man, the Lord just just grabbed a hold of our hearts, and four weeks later, we became the lead pastors here. Um, it was our first lead pastor position. Uh, I don't think uh, anything really prepared us for it. <laughs> you know, uh, doing youth ministry, being a young adult pastor, being an associate pastor, being a worship pastor, all those things are wonderful, and those are those tools I really needed to be the pastor here. But the Lord's really, uh, I think, has grown my uh, relationship with Him and my understanding of what it means to be a shepherd. Yeah, I can just hear God chuckling when he put you seven, eight, eight years, eight and a half years ago. He goes, okay, here you go. This is, this is yours. Yeah. This is yours. You were, you were called for such a time as this. I'm so glad that you and your wife, your family and your team are there. Pastor Paul Milligan. It is uh, the, the edge church in Gainesville. I know Friday now you're catching up on sleep. So I'll be over on Fridays to ride with you. I got my day. Okay. We're good to go then. All <laughs> yeah, right. Sounds good to me. Check it out, myedgechurch.org. Pastor, we would love, love, love to talk to you again. Let's set something up before uh, before the holiday, shall we? Yes, sir, absolutely. All right, good to see you, myedgechurch.org. we got to take a break. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.